0: Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Sandy Pars Podcast, your source for in-depth discussions about the world of golf for the amateur golfer. We're your hosts, Randy Duran and Ryan Munoz. On this episode, we recap the WGC Match Play event and discuss match play golf, pick our ultimate match play foursome, dive into an exciting week in the women's game, and more. Stay tuned after the break. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the podcast. I'm once again joined by my co-host, Ryan Munoz. Hey, hey. Welcome back, man. I'm excited to talk some match play in the Women's League tonight. Two new subject for us. It's going to be awesome. Love it. Love it. Good to be back. Um, Just real quick, let's uh, start by reviewing our picks for the WGC. Great tournament. Um, Very exciting overall for the the week, it seemed, that it was going on. Um, How'd you do?
1: Uh, So... I've, I've so I screwed up. I fell apart on posting everything that I played. Uh, mm. So, what I played on Instagram, I, I ended up three and two. Um, gotcha. And Friday, I just got a, I slipped. They, those times were, they were starting early too. Right. So, um, just, it was kind of a pain. Uh, I, I should have been better at that. But I finished the entire week at, I believe, eight and five. So, um, my you know my first night I I, I was on Poulter uh, as a big dog catching 140 against McElroy, and I rode Poulter all the way through every day so um, had some good wins had a few losses that kind of came to bite up bite me on on Friday but um, yeah overall it was really fun I, I I enjoyed betting the match play format I just went individual, so I didn't gotcha. go group winners like yourself which um, yeah you were right on the cusp there and, yeah. And, uh,
0: so group winners, I think uh, next time lesson learned, I would probably just do like the heads up matches that you did. Yeah, um, I just really like the odds that I was getting. Uh, I had two that came came down to Friday, and I mean, God, you got to think that going with guys like Kisner and Reed when they're all they have to do is tie or win their matches, that they're gonna be uh, a lock for that group, not not so much. Yeah, well,
1: Friday, man, there was so many playoffs um, after the, right. the initial group rounds, so so it was mayhem. I, I think that, you know that hosed a lot of people's
0: um, future bets on on group winners. Yep. Yeah. It, overall, you know, just talking about the tournament in general, what um, were your thoughts? Because overall, I thought it was an exciting weekend. I, I I man, it was a blast. I, I had
1: fun uh, betting on it. I'm gonna bet more matchups, head to head matchups, I think.
0: Um, that it, seemed it, really fun because you're you're in it, you know, head to head like that. Yeah, yeah. You
1: gotta find you gotta make sure you're not doing head to head for the tournament right.
0: um when you're doing them on a
1: regular tournament. But dude, I, I thought it was awesome. I love the Wednesday start. Um fuck Friday was awesome with all those playoffs. Saturday mm-hmm. was great golf. You know, Sunday, the, the finishing, Sunday was the finishing, the centerpiece match on Sunday stunk, which was a shitty way to end it on national right. TV. Um, I was watching it because the college basketball game, Florida State was currently shitting the bed and just getting spanked by Michigan. <laughs> yes. So I found that more entertaining. Um, but for the casual golf fan to have that time slot, right, and then have that kind of stinker of a match on Sunday as right. the championship was, was a bummer. Um, Saturday was incredible, the play on Saturday.
0: Um, I thought so too. I thought the first four days were more than exciting, tons of fun stuff to to at least really that really sticks out in your mind. Dude, that course is cool. Yeah, it, it I made mean, really so much character. It totally it, it it's, it's totally built for a match play setting because it's like high risk, high reward. Yeah. Like, you know, if you had somebody out there trying to do a low score, these guys aren't gonna be firing at pins like they usually do out there when they're playing match play. It was great.
1: Yeah. Um, like I said, I would have liked, as the, the golf fan in me wants to see, you know, an epic duel on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, it just wasn't that. that, that. I, I was pulling for Scheffler. Um I thought after he beat Cooch on Sunday morning that he had it in the bag. Um, I mean, look, he, at
0: look, I wrote wrote down here too, look at the path, his path to the final. Scheffler's was tough. Dude, Scheffler
1: and Rom on Saturday was incredible.
0: Yeah. I mean, though they, they were sticking shots so
1: close. Rahm's chipping in to keep the match alive. That was great stuff. Like That was about as juiced up for non-Tiger golf, I think, as I've been in a long
0: time. Yeah, um, it, I agree. Uh, and then he, he was the one who eventually took Poulter down? Yes, yeah. Saturday. That was where
1: my Poulter... I, I rode, like I said, I rode Poulter all the way until <laughs> Saturday. And then I finally lost. And then I flipped and bet uh, Scheffler versus Rom. And that was just a crazy match to watch as a golf fan. And then having some cash on Chef too was made it even crazier. Um, I think he just... I think that it's a long week for these guys, yeah. and so I think Horschel didn't really play well on in the championship matchup either. Yeah, uh, but you know, Chef's a young dude, and I think he was just mentally drained.
0: Uh, I mean, do you think that? Yeah, I was just gonna say, do you think Scheffler went out there and lost it on Sunday, or that, uh, or that he was just flat out beat by Horschel?
1: I think. I think he was beat. Horschel Horschel hit some good shots. He uh, also hit
0: probably one of the worst shots I've ever seen a pro hit out there on number six. Did you yeah, see that? Yes,
1: yes. He hit some poor. He dude Horschel started it by uh, shanking shanking pulling his drive on number one. So. Um, I still, but you know, he, to his credit, he came back and was really striping it after six. He started to kind of dial everything back in, and he, he really was pretty steady through there. And uh, Chef kind of hit some bad shots when he when he had the door open. Um, what is that, sixteen or fifteen? He put plunk two
0: in the water. Yep. Um, he had a stretch you, where he did two in the water. and I think he had a penalty. I think he just probably another. put a
1: little little pressure on himself too, being a, a, a UT guy in Austin. I'm sure he had a you know, the majority of people that were watching that yeah. were huge Scotty Scheffler fans and, and so, if he wins that uh, that's
0: the biggest event he's ever won by I mean, yeah by far, I man. mean at
1: the end of the day right he's 20 whatever 23 24 years old he's got plenty of time to win some tournaments for sure um, a doubt. he's he's he seems to be one of these guys that are just kind of always creeping in the top 10 and up around the leaderboard so plenty more times um but yeah it, it was fun man uh oh don't forget that <laughs> Friday, Sergio with the walk off ace is yeah. incredible. Um, I was I was just chilling. I was I was foam rolling and watching it in like the middle of the afternoon before I was going back to to train and then. Um I saw that, I was like, oh my God. And then I, I put it, I was like, oh shit, that's, that's a walk-off, that's crazy. And that
0: pin was tough where it was, just on the front left of the green there. with Fourth
1: walk- fourth playoff hole, and he oh freaking walks off to his buddy. Yeah, and then and then my last takeaway, I forgot, I was pr- going through my notes, uh, is I'm a I'm a Poulter guy now. I'm, I'm all in. He's, he's posting videos after his round, cheers and people drinking beers, yeah. Uh, He even said it himself when they asked him, you know, after he destroyed the group, they're like, dude, what is it about match play? He's like, I don't know, man. I just, I wish I was this focused in non-match play tournaments. Right. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a Poulter guy. I used to think he was a turd because he's always working us in the Ryder Cup. Right. Um, But I mean, the dude's awesome. He collects Ferraris. He kills it in match play. He's living the dream.
0: Uh yeah, i have always gonna yeah I was gonna say he's got a great social media. He's always on there posting with posting with those cars. He's got some sweet cars, um and he always seems to do something to the Americans in match play. He always plays really he's well. Killer, he's a killer. And like he's saying, he probably wishes that there was more events that were match play, like or maybe like a major that would be a match play, right? Yeah. And that was a big topic of conversation over this week. Would was a um, should there be. A major that is match play and that's either adding a new one or turning an existing one into an obviously the only one that makes any sense would be the PGA, the Champions. PGA yeah. championship
1: Correct. so so for me and I, as much as I love match play and I'll elaborate on further match play details as far as as, as a major goes it's a that's a no for me I, I don't want to replace a major and I don't think you need to add on a fifth major that's match play because you know we we've already got the players and it just you know then then the major is not what, really a major what, yeah right? what's the so, players the sixth major then yeah that? so I, I I agree I say no on the major that doesn't mean that I don't want more match play I want more match play but on the on the major question um, no I think the like you said the PGA Championship would be the the kind of the lead candidate and you you change up but no. I think right the U.S. amateur is match play, correct? Correct. And so these guys, you know, that's like that's essentially a major, right? right? And and most of these guys are playing that tournament as youngsters coming up. So I think it's fine the way it is as far as a major setting. What, what's your what's your take on it?
0: Yeah, definitely. I don't want it to be a major. Um, just in this Sunday, this last Sunday, did a really good job of proving that because if we saw if we saw, uh, uh, Scheffler and horse will play like that for an entire day and it's just two of them out there all day that's not the vibe you want for a major never no. you always want it to be close at the end like very very not so often i would say do majors um is it a blowout there's always the last day here of and there yeah right? yeah um well, and, and to that point, right? You and I
1: can be in a match, and you can shoot ten under, and I can shoot nine under, and I lose the match, and all of a sudden I'm out. Yeah, and I just played a great round. So you yeah. don't like, like you said, you don't want a major to be
0: determined um, by that. Yep, I agree. And the way those courses are set up too, it's it's meant for the the grind, you know. Unless they would completely change how they set up majors from here on out, just just for. I mean, a yeah, match play. it
1: would be crazy to think like to see match play on a U.S. Open, like you know the setup though, right? right. Because you would have some <laughs> just wicked concessions, I'm sure. You know, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, <Yes>. like,
0: <laughs> They'd be like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. It's it's a foot you'd have the Kevin Nah situation with with DJ That having. was
1: that was interesting too. Um I think everything Kevin Nah does is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. think he meant to I don't think he meant to come off awkward. I thought what he did was pretty cool right yeah. as far as he could have been a dick about it and it, but i just read like someone it was like awkward exchange and i to myself i just said dude kevin nah, everything about him is awkward
0: i think that that's <laughs> yeah that's interesting you say that i think that if there's no microphones everywhere and there's fans there no one even sees the the interaction happen and it's like glanced over completely yeah. but because you know you could hear it clear as day or you could definitely see like something happened or whatever um that is that's why it's a bigger deal than it is but I mean, back to the topic, uh, again, Sundays would be either really exciting or, you know, completely dull having just the two guys out
1: there. Yeah, we have four, you know, th- so you had two matches uh, leading up to it, and then you mm-hmm. have the consolation. But yeah, it's essentially four players playing versus, you know, in a major, we can have anywhere from 10 guys in contention. So yeah, you want, you and and advertising and money-wise, right, they, they, that... that it, it just wouldn't work you can't have- they should
0: just do they should do a um and I, i'm interested in knowing what your plan is because you thought this out just oh yeah uh, just off the cuff i would just love to see if they did like two nine hole rounds on sunday so that there's four people going into it and you're not watching just two people play for so you eight kind of almost
1: round robin it between the final four yeah on it yeah yeah no, I I think so again, I, it's a hard no on the major. Keep the major situation how it is. But I've I absolutely loved match play this week. This was awesome. I don't think I think you keep the WGC as the premier match play event through the okay. regular season. Um, but we need we need more of this, and now is the time, especially with with gambling being legalized throughout the states, and then more attention coming into golf gambling. Like I knew, never used to see anything about golf gambling. Look, at, we're on here pumping it, right? We're not the only po- any podcast that's golf related or PGA related is going golf betting too. Right. So it's it, now is the time for them to kind of strike while the iron's hot and so here pga if you i'll send you i'll have my folks send you an invoice as far as just the consulting <laughs> and the great enlightened thinking on this but no offense no one gives a rat's ass about the wraparound season right right even this year where it was more important leading up to the masters no one still gave a shit about the the wraparound season so uh that's not to say that, that, that you know, I, I see the purpose of it for the guys, that your guys that are grinding, right? right. Grinding to get their cards and They're trying stuff, to get opportunities. Right? And, and, and so keep it like that. But give me two match play events in the fall. Run it like this. We know what dominates in the fall. No one watches golf, especially not on a Sunday in the fall. Everyone's watching NFL, right? Start this shit on a Tuesday. Tuesday to Friday, match play. Championships determine Friday, right? You do one that's like a lower end Like four the wraparound guys, right? You host it in Vegas, sick ass courses, Mm -hmm. all kinds of corporate sponsorship, right? Blow the gambling up around it. You host (laughs) one the week before or two weeks before with like your your you know like your Harry Higgs kind of like guys, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's gonna make a big difference. You take the top whatever ten of those dudes and then you bring them in with the big bucks that aren't doing shit during the match or the wraparound season. You have just one big old blowout. And like I said, you make a shitload of co- corporate sponsorships and stuff to mm-hmm. keep it where maybe we, we are doing around Robin or something, but that it's, it's lively and you, as much matches as we can bet on as possible from so Tuesday to
0: Friday. Are these two uh, events that happen back to back or are they, are they spread out?
1: I don't know. Yeah, you can spread them out back to back. I mean, what do you. No one's going to miss the Safeway open and the, the fucking, <laughs> uh, you know, I can't even tell you something else, right? Right. The fucking Punta Conta open or Mayacoba. Right? No one cares. No so, one cares. And especially not on a Sunday. But throughout. You got to think right. The people that are gonna watch this are, are your your golf fans. They'll watch during the week. Right. Me, you, Mikey, were texting each other all week about bets. Right through yep. and, and watching the match play. So I think you you you. It's a great way to make money. It's a cool way to make
0: some use of your downtime. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and it gives us stuff to gamble on during the week. Yeah. I was thinking. You know, you mentioned earlier about like making like the WGC would still be the premier match play event and of course we have like the Ryder Cup the President's Cup and all that i was thinking that maybe the WGC match play wouldn't be the premier one what if they made like a match play uh championship that's like the big dog you know yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. the WGC one and you
1: could have some kind of like regionals leading up to it and stuff
0: yeah and it would yeah exactly then it would be um you know it would have to be the same course every single year, too. That would be a really unique feature of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to pick a course that you'd like to see match play on on a permanent basis, what would it be?
1: Oh. Hmm. I'm going to say... I'm going to pick a California course as a California dude. Um, I'm going to say... Pasa tiempo because they need the love because Pinehurst is trying to steal their goddamn logo. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um, they can't
0: even have a logo in peace down there. Yeah,
1: um, there or, gosh, I don't know. I like I said, do it in Vegas. Do it at the Wolf Creek out there in Vegas, right? That's a crazy old course. All kinds of shit can happen in match play out there. So, Pasa or give me one of those dope Vegas destination courses. I think it's Wolf
0: Creek, right? Oh, yep. So, that's funny that you mentioned Pasta Tiempo, because my list, I had a list of a few, and it's no surprise that they're all California courses, but that's just because California has a bunch of dope courses, I don't care if that offends somebody, but uh, I put Pasta Tiempo up there as one of them. I was thinking Cypress Point would be the number one that I I would love to see, just because we never get to see anybody play on it Mm -hmm. anymore. Uh, Poppy Hills and Spyglass also made the list, just because... I want to see more spyglass. Poppy Hills used to be on yeah. the circuit. And I
1: would like to see more pros playing Poppy. Yeah. That's a funny thing. I think track. that course is uh, is is low key underrated for how tough it is. Yeah.
0: I believe I think it used to be on the on the tour on the circuit too. And they I guess they br- it a off. brutal track. Yeah. <laughs> um so one thing I wanted to ask you too about all this is, you know, you're talking about Poulter. you're a big Poulter guy as well. Um got plaid pants. Got plaid pa- <laughs> he's got he's got wacky hair. <laughs> he's wearing he's wearing fun stuff out there. He's not your typical golfer. But um the Euros do really well in that match play environment. Obviously there there was it was all uh Americans except in the in the final four except for um Perez Perez. So based upon that like you know, I can't I was looking up why the Euros do so much better than the Americans in that event and that, or that format rather. And I couldn't find any like serious reason why. And so I was just interested on, on your take on that.
1: Um, man, I don't know. Um, I think there's a couple, I think one thing maybe where you, you the, the like just, it's not a thing really, but kind of how it can, can play out to one is like in WGC events. Sometimes we don't know who any of these guys are. So True. when like, you know Perez comes out of nowhere if you don't pay attention to the Euro tour golf really some of these Euro guys come out of nowhere and they end up you know pulling off an upset against one of our more American golfer or you know a better known American golfer and so right. I think it seems maybe like they're, it's like damn they're just they just breed these match play guys but then you got to remember it's top 20 top 65. In the I was just gonna say league. maybe the so,
0: WGC is a bad example and uh, because if you look at like the Ryder Cup, for example, how they're so competitive when you look at the just the 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 names on the paper, yeah. right? The United States has most of the time they but have the it's it's the it's, higher ranked players. You, you bring I mean? a
1: very interesting point though, right? Because why are european golfers so much better like you know the president's cup's not even really a challenge for the u.s that's right and so it's there is something to the euros because i mean man they're there it's all Ryder cups always coming down to the wire yeah unless it, it's just a drumming but but seems and that that's been more recently from the euro side yeah drumming us
0: i mean I, I don't think it's in like like to your point um it's always an upset when the when the Europeans beat the USA team, right? And I just think that maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's just they're uh, they're always on the underdog going into it, so it just seems like it's that way. Yeah. That they play better because they don't let they don't let the, Euro, the the Americans just walk all over them when they're playing against each other. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's interesting
1: because I don't think the Euro Tour has any more or less match play events right. than, than the. Um, than, than the pga tour i also think the corn fairy should be doing match play fuck every other month right yeah give me, give me more match play i don't yeah. it, it doesn't have to be a major <laughs> but <laughs>
0: if you could pick if you could pick your your fantasy match play team uh who would it be all right
1: uh wearing the c toting the c on the chest on oh, his, uh yeah
0: so we the the one the one stipulation right no, no tiger woods no big
1: cat all right, so uh, I'm going current players toting the sea. My man, my guy, toting the sea in a visor, coming in in a Ferrari. Ian Poulter is my <laughs> captain. Um, man, I couldn't believe that on that Tuesday night that that line was plus 140 against Rory. I was just like, oh, this Rory's is, this been playing is... like shit, and Poulter's the match play yeah, God, yeah, exactly. guy. Yeah, exactly. I was like, this is so easy. Um, Poulter, captain. Cooch, who's another match play all stars. One yeah. WGC was obviously sit playing there on the final US, day. He won, he won a
0: US won, Amateur. Won a
1: US Amateur stud. You know, consistent player. Kind of a, a calming. You got to have calm. You know, you got to not be so emotional. Which kind of counterparts one of my next picks, which is uh, the very emotional Spaniard, John Rahm. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to take him. Um, but that's just on that dude's skill, man. When he when he's locked in, uh, I I just find it hard to think that someone's going to beat him in a, in a match um, as long as he can keep his composure. And then my last one is, uh, Ryder Cup hero for the U.S. first team, all weirdo uh, Patrick Reed, Captain <laughs> America himself. Yeah,
0: you. I mean, it's so funny. You gotta have Reed, as no nobody you likes him, but you know that he's <laughs> that he is he is. Uh, a force to be reckoned with in match play. Um, I too had Patrick Reed, and he's going to be the captain of the squad just because whenever you put anything against him, um, you know you make him the captain of the squad. Everyone's going to be talking about it all week, putting the pressure on him, and that seems like when he really plays the best. Yep, yep. Um, my next pick is another match play god in uh, Kisner. Gonna go ahead and have him love it on there as well. I mean, he's a guy that you root for. He's like the opposite of Patrick Reed. Most people like his. Yeah, yeah. Um, next, I'm going to do another another stud who's had big moments in match play. And this guy is somebody that, uh, if you're not going to get Big Cat, this is the next one up, which is JT. Yep. Uh, gotta go JT in the match play format. He did great in the Ryder Cup. Um, he's, in my opinion... The second that DJ lets up at all, he's uh, yeah, he's waiting
1: in the as the best yep. currently yep
0: and then Cam Smith from Australia yep that Good player that guy uh, was great in match play in the last Ryder Cup um, and he's just a he's just a baller I I mean I like his uh, tenacity I think he's unfazed when he's out there he can roll the rock really well um, and he plays to fucking win every time I see that guy out there uh, playing in uh, in tournaments he's out there you know, not yeah, okay with 10th, I mean, he wants season, to win. mean, this season, man,
1: he's been in contention damn near every tournament. Um, yeah, I think you got to have that, you know, it's golf, so you got to be able to putt, but those clutch putters in match play, um, to be right. able to rein it and put, you know, even par putts to put pressure on for a half is, is so big. Um,
0: all the guys on my list, I guess, uh, out of all of them, the worst putter is probably JT. Um, he might be slightly better on... Uh, Statistically, than Cam Smith, but I know that guy. Just he can really put it when it counts. Yep. Right on. We all good on that? We yeah. Should. All right. Let's uh, let's talk ladies. Um, yeah. Big week. I, I don't even I don't even really care about the Valero Texas Open uh, this week. I think that um, the the LPGA and women's golf overall has the bigger week. Um, I'll probably be tuning into that mainly. Um, to learn more about the ladies League and who are the, who are the players in there you know who are the who are the, the young uh, women that are up and coming to watch um, you know they're having the LPGA uh, LPGA tours having the Anna inspiration which is at um, Mission Hills yep. Golf Club uh, the first major of the year and then you got the women uh, or the U.S uh, amateur for the women. At Augusta National this week.
1: Yeah, that was super cool. I forgot about that two years ago. That was awesome to watch. Um, and that's great as far as you'll you'll see right. Uh, it was Cupcho and, and Fosse going at it down the down the stretch there at Augusta, and they're t- they're two on on the tour. I want to say one of them's won already uh, as an LPGA player. So that's a great look into. Kind of what's coming down the pipeline on the on the actual LPGA, um, and a cool look forward to. Obviously, we've got Augusta with the the PGA being there um, the following week. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm I totally forgot about the women's amateur uh, coming back up. I'm I'm juiced to watch that this week. Yeah, uh, that's me too. really cool. It's 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 a cool event. Um, I don't know. It's bad. I just think it's badass that they do that there. I hope they keep it there. Yeah, um, me
0: too. I'll be tuning in for that, um, and we'll, it, we'll touch on that more a little bit later, uh, because I really wanted to get into the LPGA first, yeah. um, with the uh, the Anna Inspirational at Mission Hills Golf Club. You're the resident expert on the yeah, LPGA so, tour. I so don't know much, like I'm, I said. I'm,
1: I'm excited for, uh, I believe it's ANA, that's like an airline, I want to say. Right. Um, so... Yeah, this is typically the first major of the year. This was held in September last year. Um, there's going to be no fans, California, so uh, okay. no fans. But what I just read, uh, probably like the biggest thing for me is 18 is typically an island green, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and And a tough shot to get into this. And so last year... They had an obstruction there
0: I remember this and
1: it was just a huge backboard right so the, the real story for me is uh, I I'm Nellie my favorite LPGA player mm-hmm. uh, she got totally hosed and in out of I mean you know stuff happened she did she made it to a playoff but she got totally screwed out of the ANA last year so she's uh, her, her playing partner Brooke Henderson shoots tries to backboard off the, so there was this big obstruction that basically turns an island green and gives you a backboard into this island mm-hmm. green on a par five. And so you you're, you can totally just rip away with your second shot going in and know you're protected and not really, I mean, it, right why they would ever put that thing there, it had something to do with no fans and trying to, you know, it was an old hospitality or something. It's like, just move
0: it. What what do you mean, just move it? Mm-hmm. What, um so there's so, no like OB behind it or anything. So
1: so you can hit into it and 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 you'll you can take relief from that spot. Which okay. I don't. I, I was even confused with that ruling watching like match play. How some like you, these guys you hit a terrible shot. It's in like a fucking hospitality tent and they just get a drop.
0: Yeah, yeah. But,
1: uh, and and so
0: man-made the, obstruction.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was— <laughs> So setting the scene. Right. It's eighteen. Uh, Nellie's got – she she gets on. She's got a putt to, for a birdie to win the tournament, seal the tournament for her. Her playing partner, Brooke Henderson, hits and backboards, uh, and it gets lost under – underneath the, the deal, right? Mm-hmm. And so That, that it's, obstruction it's a, that was back there. Yeah, and so it's like a 30-minute ordeal. They're trying to find out where it is, right? They finally rule, like, obstruction, all this. So meanwhile, Nellie Korda being the good sport that she is, she's just sitting there waiting in the lines. Now all of a sudden she's looking at this 10-foot curving birdie putt to win the her first major of her career for 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, totally iced, right? Um, doesn't make the putt and then goes into a playoff. And so, the whole prior, or the group prior to that, the winner, credit to this girl, Miriam Lee, she backboards off the thing, the group in front of them, mm-hmm. right? So, on 18, she backboards it, uses it, chips, chips in for a birdie to put her tied with Nellie Korda. Oh um, and man. then Brooke Henderson got out with a par. So, they all three ended up in, in a playoff, and then uh, Miriam Lee won- wins the playoff. But, like, the way it went down, I felt so bad for Nellie Corda, like... The, the whole ordeal of looking for this ball, it's like the biggest putt of your career in right. life. And you got to sit iced. there and look at it for 20... I'm, I shit you not, it was like a 20-minute process. Are you
0: thinking, so she has a better shot at making that, and do you know if they're having the obstruction? So it's is, gone. So, okay. it's, the
1: obstruction is gone. I was trying to figure it out earlier today. I couldn't see anything, and then I checked tonight, and it's it's so it's out, which is awesome because an island green on 18 for like a major course like mm-hmm. fuck yeah dude that's dramatic stuff like that's what people want to see i want to see these girls hitting you know if you if you're gonna dare and hit a, a long club in there and try to get there man that's tough uh so yeah it's it's set up for uh i there's none of that rubbish anymore we should have um a, a good tournament do you have an early favorite for that I'm gonna. I mean, I'm a. I'm a, a Homer pick. Nelly and Jess Corder, you got to pick them. They both won this this season. Uh, to me, they're the two you know rising stars of the LPGA. Um, they signed the Whoop deal, right? You see more and more of them on commercials. Mm-hmm. They're from an incredibly athletic family. I think their younger brother's currently winning the Miami Open, and he's like 19 or something tennis player. So, um, Damn. those two. MB Park won last week. Right. She's killed the game forever. So, you know, she's obviously got to be a favorite. Lexi was in good form. She was second last week. Um, and then a couple players that used to be really good that I I kind of were like or like my OG favorites in, in LPGA golf is Lydia Ko, who's been playing well um, this season. And then Minji Lee, who was up on the leaderboard last week, too. So there's tons of good young players Um if you've never seen this course, it's a cool track. It's a fun tournament to watch, so I'm really excited. Um, I hope they don't screw them with like, coverage. I hope they put, make, give yeah. them some good coverage um, and really do their best in publicizing the event because there should be some really good golf.
0: Um, yeah, I wonder how they're going to to manage that with the women's amateur at Augusta. I wonder if they're going to have one taped and one live. I mean, you got to think the women's major...
1: Yeah, because usually there, LPGA is taped, right, and you right. get like a two-hour condensed very version of it. Right. Um, so my guess is, yeah, they'll have a lot of Golf Channel will have a lot of coverage of this, um, and then I'm sure it'll probably end up being on like NBC. Uh, but who knows, right? I think ESPN has has the uh, the rights for the um, Augusta stuff.
0: Gotcha. cause they have
1: a they have a contract I know the with Masters the, app the Masters, right? Yeah,
0: I wonder if the Masters app would have it on there or you go to the masters.com because they have uh, free streaming of the Masters tournament so I wonder if the, yeah. the ladies would have it I'm too I'm sure it'll be uh, yeah, I'm sure that it'll be easy access. Man, that's just going to be awesome watching them play it before the the guys get out there next week is just going to just make the the Masters next week even that yeah. much better. Yeah.
1: Um, also when we're talking LPGA, give a shout out to a Bay Area gal. Calls Lake Merced her home track. Shout out to Michelle Wee making a comeback after having her her child. Uh, she was, oh yeah. She, she missed the cut last week, but um, first tournament back, and I think over a year, maybe two years. So uh, I'm excited. I hope she stays healthy. Uh, you know, it's kind of like 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 Tiger Woods, right? The, the golf is better with with Tiger Woods around. I think yeah. for bringing kind of more attention to the ladies game, uh, it's, it's good to have Michelle Wee back and, and up front. Definitely. And she kicks ass uh, commentating as well when she's she really good. on there.
0: Yeah, she's really good. They actually just had uh, her on a bunch. She's been all over just like social media this week, you know, playing again, practicing again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they replayed her uh, U.S. Women's Open victory yep. earlier this week, which was awesome to watch. And she was like, they did that thing where it's like she's narrating it and all that on every shot yep. what she's thinking um, she's just such a pro uh amazing hearing how she's going through her, her progression and her thoughts you know before every shot what she's feeling um, and I you know you hear Michelle Wee is uh has been a name in golf and ladies golf for a long time and I didn't even realize that was her first major win that shows how little I know uh, about the LPGA tour but it, it was just uh, you know, well-deserved watching that again. And now that she's back, I think like you're saying, it's all for the better. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. Shall uh, we move on to the Texas open? We should. The, the <laughs> tournament no one cares about. No, uh, this is not, hold uh, on now. I think, uh, 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 Oklahoma
1: State Cowboy out there cares quite a bit about this tournament. Oh yeah, huh? definitely. There is one. Oh man,
0: I hope I hope Rick, if you're if by some miracle you ever heard this, I hope that you went uh, and make it to the Masters next week because um, we want to see you in it. Uh, I know this is probably the the smallest tournament that's been the most important in your career for sure. Um, but yeah, he's definitely going to be out there playing for not his life but to get into the masters without a doubt. Who do you got for a 3 from the hit?
1: Um, I'll throw out cuz I I was just good call last time, Scotty Chef, Texas guy, so right I think he knows the track. Ryan Palmer, another Texas guy, played well last week. Palmer's he's cool. I like his I like his kind of like demeanor. Right. I, I don't really know too much about his story, but he strikes me as like just a cool ass Texas dude that's playing golf on tour. Um, and then give me uh, Connors, who's a past champion there and also playing in pretty good form right now.
0: That's right. He, uh, That was one of my picks as well. Uh, Connor, I got Connors on there. I was going to pick Ricky just because I know he's definitely trying to win. Um, but I remembered an earlier podcast. I said I swore I would Dude, never, yes. I would never bet on him again. So
1: that's like me with Hideki. Unless yes, I'm fading him. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: So if they have any lines against Rick, I, I would probably pick this week, but cannot bet on him. Uh, so I'm going with Connors. I'm gonna go with uh, Abraham Anser, and then another uh, Texas Longhorn here, Spieth, who said last week that Texans love rooting for Texans. So. he's Uh, won the texas open right uh probably i'm not sure would make him a pretty damn good pick if he'd won before right (laughs) all right i think that's a good spot to end it man um next week's gonna be huge we're prepping for the masters at augusta it's no surprise we'll be uh we'll be actually in fresno celebrating um hopefully we're eating some pimento cheese sandwiches yep 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 having some uh egg salad, Sandoz, and enjoying some uh, of the other various things that Augusta has to offer, which of we know is a tournament unlike any other. So Indeed. Indeed. I'm really excited for that. It's Uh, a
1: great couple weeks in the golf world here.
0: Right on. Our our next episode will be next Monday. We're going to have a special master's edition with some really original topics that you guys have never heard before. Um, So we're looking (laughs) forward to next week. (laughs) That does it for this episode of the Sandy parts podcast. We want to thank you all for joining us. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple podcasts or anywhere you get your podcast content. Join us next week for a very special masters edition of the podcast. We're excited to bring to you our very first masters podcast with original topics, tournament previews, and so much more. Lastly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Golf and visit our website sandypars.com for our full library of podcasts and additional golf content like course reviews, reading guides, and more. Special thanks to our producer Ryan Teeson and until next time, hit him straight.